forces, two forces on earth that are responsible for every change that you see in the human experience. Two forces are responsible for what's happening in your life right now. Two forces, opposing forces, that are responsible for that. First one is called the law, and they are laws, just as they are as good as gravity. Their law is called the law of sin and death. The law of sin and death. So the law, that's that law that it held people captive and is still holding people captive today till this very date. He's holding their minds captive. They can't see what God sees. They don't understand anything about God because they are under the law of sin and death. And that law is killing, destroying everything that's good in their lives. It's called the law of sin. Then there is another law that is called the law of the spirit of life. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Notice, in Christ Jesus. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. That's another law. This second law supersedes the first law. This second law is greater than the first law. When you are operating fully under the second law, it's as if the first law, the law of sin and death, does not exist. The law of sin and death will destroy your marriage. The law of sin and death will destroy your physical body. It will sap your strength. Cause you to be perpetually sick. It will destroy your finances. Will destroy your children. And all you do is sit and watch. Because there's nothing you can do. It's called the law of sin and death. Everything it touches dies. Everything it touches dies. And so that was the law that was governing the earth until Jesus came. So we have another law that is in Christ. And so when you are in Christ, you have been given the privilege to operate under the new law. And if you stay in Christ, remember Jesus said, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it will be given to you. Meaning you can never be in want. There will be nothing dying in your life. There will be nothing missing, nothing broken, because you know how to ask, and you are in Him operating under this new law. It's the law of the Spirit, you see, the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. It's the law. You know, the law of sin drove Adam. From Eden. When Adam was in Eden, before the law of sin and death began to operate, Adam lacked nothing. There was nothing missing. There was nothing broken. And today, a lot of people are still uh, allowing that law to operate in their lives. Because of that law operating in Adam's life, God had to kick him out of the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden was prepared by God himself. He planted the garden. And there was nothing that Adam would need in this life and forever that was not present in the garden. There was even the tree of life in the garden. There was nothing missing, nothing broken. But the law of sin came in and drove Adam from everything that was good. And turned him into a wilderness. Into the wilderness. He lost everything. And it's still happening today. The law of sin and death. You know, this is an imp- it's an interesting thing. How this law works. And we Christians have to be very careful. 
Repentance is really good. <laughs> Repentance is good. When you're doing what's wrong, you know it. Every time I'm doing something that's not right, I know it. I don't need no preacher to tell me anything. I already know it's wrong. And you know it's wrong. Something in your heart tells you it's wrong. Something in your heart says, I don't want to do this in the open. (laughs) Hello? (laughs) So something in your heart tells you it's wrong. But God's merciful. But there is a thing in in, uh, Genesis 15. God was speaking to Abraham. And he said to Abraham, your children will be in, in in a place. Egypt, he was referring to. And they will be in bondage for 430 years maybe. Until they, I'm sending them to Canaan. But Canaan, this, the cup of their iniquity is not yet full. As soon as the cup of their iniquity is full, the land will vomit them. And throw them out. That's exactly what happened to Adam. He was kicked out of Eden. God waited for the Canaanites. They were living in the land that flowed with milk and honey. But they continued to do wrong. And God was patient. Even though God had promised his children, he couldn't get them there. Until their cup of iniquity was full. And as soon as their cup of iniquity was full, God the land vomited. And let me read this scripture to you. Leviticus chapter 18 verse 25. I know what people say, you know, in church today, you know, it's all about grace. It's true about grace. But grace is telling us to, to stay away from things that are not godly. That's what grace is all about. Grace empowers you. Grace is the same as the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. There is no sin in it. That's grace. It empowers you to live for God. It empowers you to have passion to do what's right. You're perfect, no, but you want to do what's right. It's there in your heart. Listen to this. He said, for the land is defiled because of their sins. Therefore, I, God, visit the punishment of his iniquity. Every time God sees iniquity... God's going to visit. <laughs> okay? Upon it. And guess what it says? And the land vomits out what? Its inhabitants. It vomits out its inhabitants. The safest place to be in life today, because Jesus has come, is to be in Christ. That's our way back to the Garden of Eden. In Christ. You're going to be perfect now. But you have received Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you brought him into your life. No reservation. You are not ashamed of him. You tell it openly. I've noticed, I've found this. Those Christians that are free to speak about the fact that they believe in Christ, God works closely with them. But those that will not say it and don't want anyone to know that they go to church, don't want to live for God, something happens in them deep and the law of the spirit of life cannot fully operate in them. It's just the way it works. It's just the way it works. That's the safest place to be in Christ. Because when you are in Christ, even though evil things come upon you, God takes on for you. He fights for you. He sees what's happening. And some of it can be because of what you're doing. But you have accepted Jesus. Who is the solution? And you have entered into that law of spirit, of the spirit of life. In Christ Jesus, you have entered it. God recognizes you. Recognizes you. He knows you personally. Your name is in his book in heaven. And he knows what's happening in your life. And for that reason, he defends you. And he works on your behalf. I feel so sorry for those that will not give their lives totally to Christ. They are not serious with him. 
is the greatest mistake that a human being can make on earth to go halfway with Jesus. There's nothing like that. You go all the way. And if you go all the way knowing, I don't have the strength. I knew when I received Christ, I knew how can I live for God. I'm too wicked. God, I've never lived like this. What do I do? But he was present in my life. I've shared that with you. When I was coming to America, many people in my country thought, oh boy, this, this land that is flowing with milk and honey, uh, America, once he starts eating the milk and the honey, he'll forget about God. That's what they thought. And guess what? I was scared too. I was worried. I don't want to go to hell. I want to make it to heaven. And this America is a problem for me now. Since I'm going there, and there was something that seemed to be pulling me towards America. Even though they were warning me, it's not a good place for a good Christian. I, I don't know about good Christian. I want to go to America. Amen. But I didn't come here alone. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus was with me. And he's kept me. He's kept me. I've had difficulty, but God will always fight for you. God will always fight for you. You know that what? Because his love for you is so strong. <laughs> you know, in um, Songs of Songs of Songs of Solomon, verse, chapter 8, verse 6, it says, God says there in his word, Love is as strong as death. Love is as strong as death. And jealousy as cruel as the grave. And his flames are the flames of fire. A most vehement flame. I'm quoting it. The love of God for those that have given their lives to Christ is stronger than death. God's love for you, no matter where you are in your state, is as strong as death. And when the enemy is coming against your life, to make life bitter for you. Remember Jesus said, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. When the enemy comes against your life and comes against your family and comes against everything that you're doing, your finances, everything, or your career, whatever it is, you are hurting, but guess who is hurting more? Your heavenly father. He doesn't like it one bit. And he will fight on your behalf. That's my message this morning. He will fight on your behalf. And he says in Ezekiel, I'm not doing this because of you. I know you. But I'm doing it because you are called by my name. You are called by my name. The worldly people see that you are called by his name. Everywhere I went, whether I was in school in Georgia, back in A&M, Texas A&M, my work in the medical center, everyone knew. He's a church man. Amen? While they are talking, guess who is listening? God's listening. I am called by his name. If you call yourself a Christian and you are bold to share that with your friends, Everywhere you go, God knows that they're listening. And guess what? They're watching you. And when they see evil things happening to you, they don't know the reason, but in their mind they're thinking, why? He goes to church and he's faithful. Why is this? And sometimes they gather and say things about you, gossip about you. He must be a hypocrite. How come God's allowing all of these things to happen to him? Well, you're not perfect, but you're not a hypocrite. You serve God. Amen? But God hears those things and he burns him up. And he says, I'm going to do something about this. 
I'm going to change their language. Something was happening in our church. Michael is here. He will affirm to that. Something was happening in our church. There was a narrative that was going on. And one day I told him, I said, Michael, you know what? We're going to change that narrative. Nobody will ever say it again about our church. Michael, remember that? They will stop talking like, like that about our church. It didn't take long. It didn't take long at all. It changed. You know why? The spirit of life in Christ Jesus. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And you have that as well. God can do that for you. Let me read this scripture to you. It says, this is Ezekiel 36. I went back to Ezekiel 36 because I feel led. And I want to share some things with you today. And I'm saying to you today, no matter what's happening to your life, if you came to this service today, something is about to change in your situation. Something is going to change. And I'm saying it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I don't care what's happening to you. If you will listen to what I'm saying to you today from the word of God and you believe it and agree with me. God says, I just need two people. Two people, right? Two people. In those days, I used to say, two people. <laughs> Many of you won't get it. <laughs> All he needs is two people on the earth. If you agree with me today, something is going to change. Can I hear an amen? That's all I need. I just need one person to agree with what God is saying in his word today. Not because of what you have done or haven't done, but you allow the word of God and you believe in the word of God and you embrace the word of God that God will be merciful to you and you say, I'm going to hold on to that. I guarantee you, God will never disappoint you. He won't disappoint you. Something good is coming your way. Forget the former things. We're coming to that. Forget the former things. Something good is coming your way. And I need you to believe me because I'm going to see it. I will see it. If I don't see it in all of you, but at least I will see it in some. <laughs> and I know the unbelieving believers that didn't agree with me, I will see it later. But all of you, I confess this morning, all of you are in agreement with me. Amen. Hey, all of you are in agreement with me this morning. Every one of you are in agreement with me. Something is about to change. And it's not by you. And it's not because of you. God says you are called by my name. And I'm going to fight. Amen. God's going to fight. Listen to what he says. He says, aha, because the enemy has said of you, can you wave back at me? The enemy, the devil have said of you, okay? Aha, the ancient heights. Yes, he's a Christian. I've become our possession. Satan said, I got you. Okay? Therefore, God says to his servant, prophesy. And say, thus said God, because they made you desolate. And swallowed you up with all these problems. And now you can't sleep well at night. And he gives his beloved sleep. According to the word. On every side. It seems like the problems never end. And you wonder, does God see it? Yes, he does. You go from one problem into another. This message is for you today, Amen. This message is for you. God's going to fight for you. God's going to fight for you. Things are about to change. In Jesus' name. They swallowed you, but they think they've swallowed you up. On every side. So that you became the possession of the rest of the nations. They're talking about you. And you are taken up by the lips. They're talking. God called them talkers. And slanderers. Guess what? He's mad. <laughs> because they're talking about you. He's mad. God says, I'm going to show them something. They've been saying stuff. 
But our change is so good, don't notice. Amen? Remember the word of God? You are the light of the world. A city set on the hill cannot be hid. God's going to set you up. He wants them to start talking different about you. Amen? And they will talk different about you. They will. Because of what God is going to do. God says he will send you back. And your life will be as if you are living in the Garden of Eden. Can I hear an amen? Amen. This is all in the scriptures. Like I said to some people, if you don't believe that part of the scripture, why keep reading it? Tear that page of the scriptures. That's my joke. My wife says your joke are never funny. <laughs> don't even try it. You're not good at it. But what's, what's wrong with trying? <laughs> I'm still going to try. <laughs> Maybe I get one and they'll laugh about it. This is what it says concerning your life. Everything that is desolate. Everything that this power of this of the law of the sin of uh, the law of sin and death has touched is going to come back alive. This is what God says in Ezekiel thirty six verse thirty four. He says the desolate land shall be tilled instead of lying desolate. Okay, there is no desolation in your life anymore. Can I hear an amen? There is nothing like that. The enemy came. They've talked about you. They've said all kinds of things about you. He was up. Now he's so down. She's up. But now she thought she was this. But now, whatever they're saying, God heard it. And it's about to change it. It's about to change it. And guess what? He's not doing it because of you. <laughs> he's doing it for his name's sake. Remember that? He leads me in the paths of righteousness. For his name's sake. He's doing it for himself. That gives me so much confidence in life. He knows who I am. He knows who you are. Don't ever exclude yourself. God has never forgotten you. Not one second. You've always been in his mind. And everything that you go through that is hurting your life, they hurt him bad. You need to read through Ezekiel 36. And you can see the pain from the father's heart. He said they are talking about you. And because they are talking bad about you. That's a reproach to my name. But what they are saying is exactly what's happening. They are in desolation. Things are not working out for them. They were in want. In captivity. But God says for my name's sake I will change all of that. Who is going to stand in his way? Who is going to stand in his way? He says this. So they say, they will begin to say, verse 25, so they will say, this land that was desolate, I like the word words, okay? (laughs) This land that was desolate has become like what? The garden of Eden. That's your life. Can I hear an amen? He's been going down. We're going up right now. Amen. This land, they will say it. You don't have to say it. They will say it because they will observe. God doesn't do anything in secret. He wants it open. And God's going to promote you and bring your life up in righteousness. And the world will see. Your family will see. Those that have opposed will see. That's scripture. Amen. They will see that. This land that was desolate had become like the Garden of Eden. And the wasted, desolate, and ruined cities are now fortified and inhabited. Then the nations which are left all around you shall what? They shall know that I, the Lord, have rebuilt the ruins. Is anything in ruin in your life today? (laughs) They are being rebuilt now. Amen. God doesn't live in time. This is his time. Second Corinthians chapter 6 verse 2. Today is the accepted time. This very hour. 
is the accepted time. He says they have been rebuilt. They ruined places. And planted what is desolate. I, this is important, I, the Lord, have spoken. And what will happen? I will do it. I will do it. I will do it. How many believe God this morning? Yes. If you believe, this is wonderful. He will do it. God will do it. So trust in Him. God's going to do it. When God is true, the people will see that He had finished a great work. Let me go quickly to the process. How is this going to happen? There is a process about it. The same Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 25. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you. And you may be clean. Who is doing the willing? God, right? Are you asking him to do it? No. He says, I'm going to do it. Like it or not, you are going to be clean. How many want to receive that this morning? I am going to be clean. God says, I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you will be clean. And God cannot lie. So when he's through with sprinkling clean water upon you, will you still be unclean? Absolutely not. You will be clean. I will cleanse you from some of your filthiness. And oh, he said from all. You guys are so smart. You just said that. All of your filthiness. All of them. This is God speaking. This is God speaking. And when I get out of this place from this morning service, I'm sparkling clean. You can say all you want. I am sparkling clean. God says so. You go fight with him if you don't agree with him. You will be clean. And he will deliver you. He cleanses you from all of your filthiness. All of them. And that's the truth. And from all your idols. I like that. Those things that take your attention and draw your attention away from him. All of a sudden, you have no interest in them anymore. (laughs) Maybe you are not interested in the evening news anymore. (laughs) They don't hold anything to you anymore. For some reason, you don't understand it. You just want to be in church all the time. It's the grace of God. It's the grace of God when he's cleansed you. You just want to read your Bible. You want to pray. You don't understand. And so they start looking at you and they're saying, what's happening to you? How come you carry the Bible everywhere you go? And you say, I do? You're not even aware of what's happening. Because he's done it in you. Can I hear an amen? And guess what? He's doing it right now. Just as you are hearing the word. Because it says in um, Romans chapter 10, it says, the word is near you, even in your mouth and in your heart. The word of faith that we preach. So as I'm speaking, the word is getting into you. And the word is water. You are clean because of the words that I've spoken to you. That's what Jesus said. You are clean because of the words that I've spoken to you. Listen to this. Then God says, I, I will give you a new heart. And put a new spirit within you. Is that spirit capitalized? Is that the new spirit of God in you? The new spirit is your new human spirit. A new spirit, a new you given to you is still the same you, but it's brand new. Given to you by God himself. God said, I will give you a new spirit after he's cleansed you from all the filthiness. 
I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone, that heart that doesn't want to listen to God, that heart that would rather go playing golf on Sunday morning rather than going to church because you open your eyes and some voices, oh, what a great day for golf this morning. <laughs> and church is gone. I'll go next week. <laughs> no, that's gone. You want to go to the house of God. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let's go into the house of God. And that's the new you. When they say the word Jesus, something inside you lives. Just like John the Baptist's mom. Something inside you. You hear the word and it's taking over your life. That's what Christianity is all about. Not when the saints come dragging in, excuse me. That's not referring to, to her, I'm telling you. Lynn is a saint, so a true saint, and I love her. She knows that. You know that. <laughs> a new spirit God says is going to put within you. And a new heart. I will take the stony heart of, out, out of your flesh. And give you a heart of flesh, a heart that listens to God, a heart that could hear God. If you're here next Wednesday, I want to talk to you about the fact that the Spirit of God is always speaking. Just most people are not listening. They are more interested in listening to Fox News. Hello. (laughs) But God's always speaking. I listen to Fox News, okay, please. Okay. <laughs> no condemnation, right? No condemnation. My wife will tell you. I like Fox News. <laughs> but there's a time to get away from Fox News. <laughs> uh, hello. <laughs> uh, uh, who says CNN? <laughs> so God said that. Listen. I will put a new spirit within you. Verse 27, it says, And I will put, what? My spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. When I saw that scripture, I knew this is wonderful. I don't have to try. The spirit makes me want to do what's right. So I can't get any glory. He gets all the glory because he is the one making me. How many want God to make you do what's right? Even though you know what's wrong, it's coming at you. But there is some power inside of you because God said, I've cleansed you from all filthiness. Now I'm putting my spirit and his responsibility is to make you do walk in his statutes. And keep his judgments. In other words, his judgments, you know, that's not right. That's right. I'm not going to do that. That's not acceptable. Nobody has to teach you. You know because the Spirit is making you. That's what Christianity is all about. That's what true Christianity is all about. That's why Jesus said, they won't say to to one, know the Lord, for they shall all know me from the least to the greatest. Why? Because the Spirit of God is inside of us. If you have not been filled with the Holy Spirit, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit today. Your new born again spirit, that's one thing. But having His Spirit inside of you to make you, that's a different thing. If you haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit, our prayer partners are going to be here after this service. Please come. I believe in that. I'm not going to apologize. I know some people have different things about tongues. I won't even pay attention. I won't be standing here if not for tongues. I tell you, that's the truth. I wouldn't. If you're around me, you hear me praying, I yell in tongues. Loud. If you see me making it really loud, you know I'm in trouble. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Oh, yeah. My wife will tell you that too. But God always comes through. Because he says, 
Romans 8, 26, we don't know what to pray for as we ought. You're human, you don't know. You think you know, you're smart. (laughs) Don't lean on your own understanding, please. Follow what the scripture says. I don't care what preacher tells you, whatever. I'm not listening to them. This is where we go. I will put my spirit within you. God said, I will put that spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. And you will keep my judgments and you will do them. I said, God baptized me with that thing. Whatever you just said, I want to do it. Help me. That's what Christianity is all about. That's what Christianity is all about. I don't believe in one person being spiritual. No, no, no. I just want to follow what the word says. I have respect for all my Christian brothers and sisters. They're just like me. Amen? And we're walking with one another. No judgment. Walking so we can get closer to our master. That's what is important. I never judge anybody. Well, why? It's a hospital. Right? We're walking together and let the great physician walk with us. And then he said, then you shall dwell in the land. You see that? After he's cleansed you, his spirit, then, after all of this, then you shall dwell in the land that I gave your fathers. A land flowing with milk and honey, the garden of Eden. You shall be my people and I will be your God. That's what it says. I'm going to go quickly and conclude. Verse 29, the same chapter, the result. It says, I will deliver you from all your uncleanness. It goes back again to that uncleanness. I will call after he's done that. Notice how important this is. Notice what God says. I will call for the grain and multiply it. After you've gone through the process, and every one of us is going to go through this process today, Church, we're going through this process. Please bear with me because I want to see God's hand working in this church. Amen? In your life and in my life. And He will. I have no doubt in my mind He will. Every family. No family is excluded. God said, I, said, I will call for the grain. And when God calls, they listen. I will call for the grain and multiply it. And bring no famine upon you. Get ready, church. Get ready. We're talking about building a new building. I'm not going to be worried. You see, God is not going to allow the members of the Ark Fellowship to go under any kind of famine. Or want. I just need two people, right? Just agree with me, right? Have I spoken enough to you so you can agree with me? I just need to agree with me today. And God deals with his people as one body. Children of Israel, the church, the earth fellowship. He will deal with us as one body if we are in agreement. If two shall agree concerning anything. If we agree today, God will kick want out of our lives. Every family. Every family. I can dare to believe God. Every family's needs will be met. And Satan can do nothing about it. Because God says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, comfort me. Then right after that, he prepares the table before me in the presence of my enemies. They can't do anything about it. I will call for the grain and multiply it and bring no famine upon you. And I will multiply the fruit of your trees and, I mean, your business. Whatever it is that brings something to your family. I will multiply the fruit of your trees and increase the increase of your fields. Uh, Notice the word, not field, fields. Okay? God is able to give that to us. I want you to believe with me today. Can I hear amen? Believe with me today, please. I will bring the increase of your fields so that you need never again. You need never again suffer or bear the reproach 
of want. That's what God said. And let God be true. And every man a liar. The only thing that is separating you and me from this. If you can only believe. All things are possible. To those who believe. And I'm asking you today brothers and sisters. Will we agree and believe together? How many will agree with me today? This is what we want for our congregation. This is what we want for our family. This is our family here. We will prosper. We will prosper. Nobody can stop it. I'm trusting God. I will fast, pray, speak in tongues, whatever it takes, because I will stay in this word. God said it. And First Kings 8, verse 56, he says, There has not failed one word of all the great promises God gave to his people. This one will not fail the Ark Fellowship. Can I hear an amen? It will not fail the Ark Fellowship. Listen to what God says. Verse 33. It says, Thus said God, On the day, that's today, amen, that I cleanse you from your iniquities, I will enable you to dwell in cities. Amen. Everything about your life is about to change. Maybe you were dwelling in a village with uh, lanterns for lights. God's going to put you in cities. Cities with peace. According to God's word. He meant what he said. I will enable you to dwell. I will enable you. I will enable you. I will give you the power to dwell in cities and the ruins places. Those, the ruins shall be rebuilt. Let me read this scripture. 43 verse 18. Do not remember the former things. Hello? Don't think about yesterday. Don't even recall what was happening to you before today. God saying, do not remember it's funny, every time God says not to remember something, that's what we want to remember the most. That's what we want to talk about the most. That's what we want to call your friend about. Let's talk about this. I don't want to talk to you about yesterday. Uh, hello? He says, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. All those hindrances, and struggles, and pain, and sickness, and troubles in the family, the kids, God says, forget them. When God forgets something, he's gone. God says, don't remember them. Can I hear an amen? amen. Don't remember them. Believe God, stand on God's word today and say, God, you said it, I agree with you, I don't want to remember them. And every time Satan brings the thought in your head, you, and, 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 and you do this, get behind me, Satan. Hello? I do that a lot, okay? Get behind me. A lot of Christians say, it. they say, get behind me, Satan, and before long, Satan is still right there. <laughs> but, but no, not today, Amen. A new day has come. It says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. When is it going to spring forth? When? When? You don't sound like you're truly convinced. When? Oh, now you are alive. When? This is wonderful. Now. Now. Now is the truth. And you shall know the truth. And the truth will make you free. Now is the time. He says it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? <laughs> you will see it. They also will see it. They also will see it. I will even make roads in the wilderness. Amen. God says even if there is a problem, I'll kick every obstacle down. I'm ready to bless you whether you like it or not. Uh, if anything stands in the way, I'll kill it up. I will even make roads in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. He is for you today. Amen? Amen. He is for you today. Now, for the Ark Fellowship. 
And I'm concluding now. God says in this, and I started this early at the beginning of this year. Thus said the Lord, I will also let the house of the ark fellowship, if you will allow me, inquire of me to do this for them. How many want to know what God wants you to ask him to do for here? Yes, yes. Let's be in agreement today, okay? I will also let the house of the ark fellowship Permit me, I change that for Israel. To inquire of me to do this for them. And so when they ask, God says, I will do it. This is what they will do. I will increase their men like a flock. Amen? We're going to be building, amen? Because we ask God, amen? We ask God, every one of us. We're going to be building. We're going to make people will come in. We had a prophecy last uh, Sunday. We're going to have a lot of youths coming in here. That's been, I've been praying for that thing for a long time. If you pray with me in the morning, I prayed a lot about that. God send us youth, young people. And God's going to do that. It says, I will increase their men like a flock. Like a flock offered as holy sacrifices. <laughs> we are getting the best. Hello. From the whole of Cyprus. Cyprus, hear it. You're coming to the Ark Fellowship. All of the best ones are coming. Whether they like, they just don't know it yet, but they are coming. They are coming. They are coming. They can't wait to get to the Ark Fellowship. Once they get here, they'll sit down and say, I'm home. Ah, it feels like home. In Jesus' name. That's the way it's going to be. It's all by faith. Amen? And you mark it. It's going to happen. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. Like a flock of had as holy sacrifices. You know those holy sacrifices? They are without blemish. Everyone with blemish, when they come in, God will just transform them. And they become powerful workers. Great ministers here at the Ark Fellowship. And I'll sit around listening and listening to them, watching them. I said, wow, this is wonderful. And God, thank you, Lord. I taught them everything they know. Not kidding. <laughs> like a flock offered as holy sacrifice. Like the flock at Jerusalem on the feast day. So shall the ruined cities. Those people will begin to help us build a new place. Amen. They are coming. They're coming. They're coming. Today, what I feel in my spirit, if you want what God has said, I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you will be clean. And I will cleanse you from all your filthiness. All of them. If you're here today, that's the desire of your heart. I need everyone to stand up. Oh, those of us that need that, stand up today. If you mean that with your heart. And if you haven't accepted Christ as your Savior, this is your opportunity. Make sure you surrender all of it. Because the water is being sprinkled right now. Amen? The water is being sprinkled right now. Every one of us. Everyone that's standing, whatever filthiness is come against your life, that thing must disappear from your life today. In the name of Jesus. Whatever it is that is hindering your mind from understanding who Jesus is to the point of embracing him with commitment in your heart, that's going to go away today. By the power of the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's taking place right now. I guarantee you it's taking place right now. Every one of you that's standing, there's going to be a new passion coming into your heart. I speak it by the power of the name of Jesus. You are, go- you are going to be different. Your desire for God is going to increase like you've never seen before. I know the Lord God is with me this morning and He's going to confirm every word that I'm speaking to you with signs that's what I'm telling to you, following. Your desire for God is going to change from this very day. Can I hear an amen? amen? This is no laughter for me. This is serious business. 
this is serious business. And God, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, He is going to do that today. Why? We are all in agreement. Can I hear an amen? We are all in agreement. There are things in your life that you've tolerated that's going to die today. You go back to it and you will not enjoy it. You will not. Because there's going to be a transformation. Many times we want to wonder, how is it going to happen? No, I don't wonder. He's already doing it. He's already doing it. Your life is being transformed. Their desire for those things are gone because they are of the spirit, the law of sin and death. But now we are entering into the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Whatever problem you've been experiencing in your life, I curse that problem today in the name of Jesus. And that problem must give way to the spirit of the living God because he is here among us. We are his children. We are joint heirs with the Lord Jesus. We cannot be oppressed because we belong to him. That's the truth today. And a new day has come. Please bear with me. A new day has come. We will forget the former things. Say with me. We will forget the former things. Say it again. We will forget the former things. Because. Say it with me. Because God's doing a new thing in my life. Amen. Amen. That's the truth. That's the truth. He is here with us today. We've had communion in His presence. He is here with us today. There's a, new, there's a new wind blowing. In your life, in my life, and in the Ark Fellowship. I curse every sickness that's come against your life. I curse every financial want that's come against your life. I curse every confusion that's come against your life. In the name of Jesus, I curse every hindrance that is standing in your way of progress because it came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. That's our portion. That's our inheritance. And our righteousness came from Him. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Our righteousness are from Him. Say with me this morning, Jesus, I accept you. Savior and Lord of my life. From this very day, by your grace, I will serve you fervently, passionately for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give him a clap offering. Clap offering.